0: Welcome to the Tailored Life Podcast. I am your host, Cody McBroom, the CEO of Tailored Coaching Method, a world-renowned online coaching company. This podcast is built to help you create a life by design. That's what the Tailored Life is. It's choosing to blaze your own path, make your own decisions, and create a life you desire. So in this podcast, you're going to learn ways to optimize your body, optimize your mind, optimize your relationships and optimize your business and career this is the podcast for personal development junkies and people who can't stop growing because they strive for more we are also going to bring on experts in every single field to teach you their own expertise so you're not only learning from me four days a week but i'm bringing other professionals in to teach you their principles too so if you love personal development and you constantly want to strive for more in life This is the podcast for you. Make sure you hit subscribe, send this to a friend that needs it, and keep listening to improve your life all around. And without any further ado, let's get into the Tailored Life Podcast. Today we decided to switch up the Q&A just a little bit and we did a over slash underrated podcast. This is actually something I saw on another podcast that I listened to and I thought it was just hilarious because some of the questions were really, really informative about training or nutrition or life or business or whatever and some were just weird questions that made him laugh and in turn made me laugh and it gave me a, a kind of a cool insight into his personality and that's what we wanted to do today. So I put it out on Instagram, I said we're doing a over slash underrated podcast And we got a ton of responses to it, a ton of really funny, great, and informative topics that I'm going to dive into today. We try to go rapid fire, but there's a few that I kind of rant on because they just deserved an informative rant for you guys. So there is some education with it, of course. Um, And this is part one. So we only got through about 50% of them. We are going to do a second part. Next week, So you will hear a over slash underrated podcast part two uh, next week and you can kind of continue this. So today you're going to hear that. Uh, There's only one topic that I think I considered properly rated. Everything else gets a for sure answer of under or overrated. Um, So listen in and give your opinions on over or underrated and make sure you do me a huge, huge favor. If you like this podcast, head over to Instagram, post a screenshot of you listening to it and tag me at Cody McBroom because I want to thank you for listening to it and I want to share it on my story. And last but not least, subscribe wherever you like to listen or watch these podcasts. So if you like watching us go into this, make sure you head over to YouTube, go to the Tailored Life Podcast YouTube or the Clips channel to check out brief snippets of each podcast, or head over to iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, wherever you listen to this, uh, and make sure you subscribe there. Either way, we just want you listening for free, and we want you sharing it with others. Thank you so much for listening, and without any further ado, let's get into the Over Slash Underrated episode. All right, welcome back. We have... Uh, Freaked me out. That's a long vibration
1: of a, <laughs> a ringer, bro. It's just a notification. It's crazy. It was two or three of them. So Did you have
0: to set it to extend like that?
1: I don't remember. Maybe, I don't remember. <laughs> I've never heard it like, go that It was that three long. of them in a row. It's like an Amber Alert. Get a grip. It's crazy. All right. So uh, instead of a Q&A, we are going to do something a little different today. Change it up. Um, we're gonna do this thing called over and under. I'm gonna ask Cody some questions about topics, and you're going to either state overrated or underrated. I think and you should rate them. Explain why, unless it's unless it's like <laughs> fitness specific. Okay,
0: because some of them are like just random. Yeah, but um, it's pretty good turnout of questions or like topics that people. And I didn't even put them all in because a lot of people asked the same ones. I mean, dude, like 11 people asked over underrated for collagen (laughs) like yeah like there are some people that said the same one so there's a lot there so i was listening to joe defranco's podcast and he did it and i thought it was hilarious and i thought it would be funny if we did it and we got a lot of good
1: topics some of them are actually really good and i might go on a rant fitness wise it's what it's very some of them are really like the very first one want to get right into it yeah let's just do all right i just it seems way too vague but anyway so the first one says nutrition on a bulk See, to me, that sounds like something you can elaborate on, but it's not asking a question. <laughs> What's overrated? <laughs> I don't know. It almost like what could be overrated about that? Eating but. too many strawberries on a bulk. There you go. That's very specific. My point. Yeah. I would say that is overrated. <laughs> but, I was making shit up. I don't know.
0: <laughs> um, nutrition on a bulk. I'm trying to think of a way to even give it some like credence to say over yeah. overrated, but I don't know. I think it's... I would okay, like, how about this? Uh, a bulk. That would make sense. Is a bulk <laughs> overrated. Or, like, bulking instead of lean gaining.
1: But that has nothing to do with nutrition.
0: It would make more sense for overrated <laughs> or underrated. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think... Uh, I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's my point. Maybe right. the importance of nutrition on a bulk, maybe that's what he's saying. And I would say sure. that is underrated. For there sure. you go. Because I think a lot of people... When We're just changing the question now yeah, a little bit, <laughs> but that might actually be what he means. Like the importance of nutrition on a bulk. Um, cause some people just go, Oh, just eat a lot and train, right? Yeah. And they're training hard to gain muscle and it's great. But what they're also doing is not paying attention to their diet and they get too flexible. They're eating like shit because they're like, Oh, I'm in a bulk. Who cares? And then they just get sloppy. Yeah. And now they're like, fuck, now I got to go through a fat loss phase. And maybe they gained a little muscle, but probably not because they got fat so quick because they weren't paying attention to their nutrition on a bulk that they had to revert. Too sure. Soon, you know what I mean? That would, I mean, that would, that would make sense, yeah. But so maybe we just helped you out. The importance you, you? underrated over under, I would say, uh, overrated. The importance or no, of-
1: underrated, yes, <laughs> underrated. Sorry, yes, I was like, wow, that's not what I think you underrated. think, but I need to figure out what overrated and underrated is before we start this. <laughs> overrated, <laughs> no. overrated, yeah. I'm joking. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. Second one is meta analysis. is. <laughs> And then, <laughs> are meta analyses underrated or overrated? Um,
0: man, that's actually a hard one because mm. I was gonna say. So I think they're overrated, and I think research studies in general are underrated for coaches. Mm we're not going to talk to the science geeks and researchers right now because obviously they don't think it's underrated or overrated because that's all they do. Yeah. But the reason I say that I think meta-analyses are overrated, it's because I th- I think kind of like the same way with the calorie deficit. It's almost like a cop-out. Like, oh, it's a meta-analysis, so you got to trust it. And it's like, well, even meta-analyses don't always paint the whole picture or aren't always 100% practical or applicable. Um, sometimes, depending on the scenario, one single study is actually more applicable, you know? But in some sense, I'm like, it's kind of underrated because it is like a combination of a ton of different studies. It's great. Um, so I think it's I think it's overrated for the general population and I think just research studies in general are underrated. That's gotcha. what I would say. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. This is way more of a rapid fire than your Q&As. Yeah. All right. Uh, pec deck flies for the chest. Um,
0: fuck, it's so hard to say because that just depends. I would say it's... I think it's overrated. For actually, no, I think it's underrated. Man, the PEC deck's a great machine to build your chest. So it, I think.
1: It, oh, it's a machine.
0: Yeah, if your if your goal is hypertrophy, I think it's underrated. I think a lot of times there's people who are like so wrapped up in functional that they basically write off all machines because they think machines aren't functional because it's a machine. It's not like a, a kettlebell or a, yeah. a band or a chain or something. But if your goal is hypertrophy, the pec tech's amazing because it it puts you in the perfect position to go through an entire stretch phase and shortening phase of the muscle, which is going to take you through the whole range of motion to create stress. But there's a constant tension curve, too. So, like, if you do a dumbbell fly, the bottom of the dumbbell fly, there's a ton of tension, right, Mm because it's stretching your pec. When you get to the top, there's not really any, any tension. You're very stable. And you have to have a great mind-muscle connection to flex your chest in that position, right? The load isn't going to do that for you. You have to have that mind-muscle connection. On a pec deck, it's a constant tension curve. So when I get to the bottom, it has that same stretch. But when I get to the top, it's still just as much tension. So now I'm, like, forced, right? Same with a cable. Cable would be another good example. The reason I think that the pec deck is actually underrated is because a cable, you have to have some kind of body awareness of your anatomy to put yourself in a good position, Right. Mm. So like I know where to set the cables height wise. I know what grip style to have. I know that's why I actually don't use handles on the PEC deck, on the cable, on the cable fly. So on the cable fly, I don't even use handles because I know that a pronated grip actually works better for me and usually works better for most people. But the I have to like know where to put it, where to stand, how far to go out. You know what I mean? The pec deck you're set up. You can't really fuck it up. It goes from here to here. You have to sit there. It's good. Gotcha. You don't have to do anything. So I think, yeah. it's, I think it's underrated. Now, for strength, I think flies in general are overrated. You don't really need flies for strength mm. as much as most people. I would rather do deficit push-ups, wide grip bench, stuff like that, because it's more applicable to strength. But I think for hypertrophy, and I'm assuming that's what he's talking about because he said chest. Yeah. If he was talking about strength,
1: he would have said bench, mm. right? Bench press. Um, you tell me, man. Yeah. I, th- I would say it is underrated for hypertrophy. So I got a question. It might be a stupid question. But you, uh, when I was listening to you, you refer it to as top and bottom, does this mean during flies? You know what you said at the top, less threat. Mm, yeah, yeah. But you said, like, this is the top. Are you laying down on your back? No, I guess so. The fly uh, is like, like this. So I think of top.
0: So so maybe more like this. Um, so bottom range is always uh, you're at the end of eccentric, right? So the top range would be the
1: contraction. Okay. So if I'm horizontal with a fly, like standing up, the deck go. is standing up. Um, am I. Am I- Opinion, top would be the where you're getting the most stretch here. Yes, yeah, like so that, that would be the bottom of the rep. Oh. Right. Because think of a squat. Yeah.
0: It makes way more sense of the squat. So yes. it's easy to explain. That bottom of the rep you're sitting in the hole. There you go. But the bottom of that rep is still at the the, the tail end of the eccentric phase of the movement. Okay. On a fly, you're standing up, so there is no bottom or top because yeah. you're going horizontally. Um, chest but, supported. Yeah, unless you're unless you're laying your back. Yeah. But um but the bottom would be if you if we go okay, the bottom is the tail end of the eccentric, that's when you're in that big stretch phase. When your arms are at the top. <laughs> uh the bottom. If your are chest supported. Same. Oh, that's a that's a completely different movement. That's a like a reverse fly, that's a trap exercise. Oh. You're thinking of like a posterior we're talking chest, so I would be moving the weight forward. Uh chest supported would be do, doing like a, a wide angle row. So okay. like a reverse fly or yeah. a posterior fly. Gotcha. Still a fly, but you know what's weird too? I always wondered. In in exercise language, why is flies F L Y E S? Yes. Yeah. Y E S. Isn't that weird? Any program you look at, 99% of the time people spell it, even I do it, F L Y E S. Don't. He, he did. It even corrected me in Google Docs <laughs> when I tried to put, like, if you're doing flies, like you're flying, like a fly is flies, yeah. you know, F L right? yeah. I E S. Yeah. A plane flies, F L I E S. Right? Mm.
1: it's not f-l-y I'm that's what i'm saying i'm yes. I'm, I'm f-l-y-s <laughs> <laughs> f-l-y-s no <laughs> that anything to think
0: about uh well it's like i don't know what I, i'm joking is. but like you know the i before the e except after C for thing. sure i don't Which know what it works. applies to the y but the anything that's like like family yep. you don't spell family f-a-m-i-l-y-s yeah i-e-s yeah. Right. Flies, F-L-Y is fly, and then I-E-S is flies. Yeah. But with a chest fly or reverse flies in training, it's always Y-E-S. I have hmm. no idea why. All right.
1: always wondered that.
0: I actually didn't wonder enough to ask. I just kept doing it. Yeah.
1: Everybody else is doing it. Yeah. Fuck it. Worst logic. Uh, all right. Next one goes, isolation exercises to build bigger arms for beginners. So. Underrated. I think Isolation I, exercises? Yeah, I think the whole idea
0: that there's like this thing where it's mainly like powerlifters and, and nah, I shouldn't categorize people as powerlifters because there's ones that don't, but there's a lot of people that are just so obsessed with bench squat deadlift and like compound lifting and functional movement. A bicep curl isn't functional enough for them, even though you do pick things up. Like because I have stronger biceps, I can carry groceries and pick up my daughter way easier. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty fucking functional. But... <laughs> I think uh, a lot of people, there's th- there was this thing that they would always say, like, if you're doing heavy rows and chin-ups, you don't need to do bicep curls to build arms. And I'm like, that's just not right. And they're like, well, look at gymnasts. Gymnasts don't do bicep curls. And if you ever see Olympic gymnasts on the ring, they're fucking jacked. They're so jacked. But I also say, like, these motherfuckers are doing hundreds of ring chin-ups per week in their training because... They do their movements on yeah. a fucking ring. And then yep. they're doing the parallel bars. Guess what that is? ton of triceps. Yeah. Dips. So they don't really have to because the volume is so high. But if you're just doing heavy compound lifts, your volume is not high enough. enough. Um, and I know this because any dude that has huge arms does curls. He does curls. Yeah. You know? It's my favorite thing to do in the gym. I love curls. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's one thing I'll never give up. I hurt my back and I came in and TJ's like, what are you doing here? I think you asked the same thing. I was, I'm yeah. going to sit in this chair and do curls yeah. for like an hour, dude. Um, I can't not lift at all, but super underrated. If you want bigger arms, you have to do curls. There's a rule of specificity. That's an training. isolation exercise. Yeah. Yep. Isolation exercise. Um, lateral raise would be an isolation exercise for the, uh, shoulders. Pec deck was isolation exercise for the chest. Yep. Um, if you want to create hypertrophy in a muscle, you have to do it. Like there's just no way around it. I think that if you are very limited on time, then yes, do the big, like the compound lifts always come first. Bend, squat, deadlift, heavy lunges and rows. That stuff always comes first. But if you have enough time and you want to enhance the way a muscle looks, it's specificity. You have to do volume on that muscle. You have to create mechanical tension directly on that muscle. Period. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So even in like a chin-up, I think of a chin-up. Like, my biceps work a little bit, but my back is doing all the work. And then on, like, the last couple reps, I feel my biceps way more. Why is that? It's because my back's getting tired. Mm -hmm. So it's starting to use secondary muscle groups. So if I do three sets of eight, and I only activate my biceps really hard, like, the last one or two reps, I did, what, three sets of two, assuming, like, the higher end? Yeah. That's not going to create hypertrophy. It's, like, no volume. So underrated. You have to do them.
1: All right. Um, oh my gosh! What? Ketchup on eggs or mac and cheese? Did you did you do this? I swear to God, I didn't do this. You're lying! I at- swear
0: to God in my life, <laughs> dude. But people see my meals on my story. Sometimes I love ketchup. I'm a huge ketchup fan. However, uh, ketchup on eggs extremely underrated. Yes, I won't eat eggs without ketchup. Absolutely. I mean, I get really bummed out if I got to put, like, hot sauce or something on it. I'll do it. I won't. If I already cook the eggs I won't. and then realize <laughs> that I catch ketchup. You won't? Mm-mm. What if you cook – what if you take a lot of time making the eggs and then you realize you have no ketchup? I mean, how long does eggs take? I mean, it depends on what kind of eggs you're making, man. You put some veggies in there. You're cooking it in special oil. You cook it at a low degree so it doesn't burn.
1: I make sure I have ketchup. Do you put? <laughs> do you put anything in your eggs? Uh, yeah, like what? bell peppers, sausage. Okay, yeah. So yeah. like that takes some time, you know. You won't put sauce enough to, on
0: you won't put sauce on it if you have no ketchup.
1: No, mm-hmm. dude. Me and Joseph went went to this bed and breakfast in Walla Walla, and they had like the morning, you know, for a Friday to Sunday and Saturday yeah. morning. We went down, had this catered breakfast and everything. They brought eggs out and they told me have no ketchup. Didn't eat them. How do you not have ketchup at a catering restaurant? Dude, I didn't, well it was bed and breakfast, but yeah. Just, it was a kitchen. Just start carrying, like, little packs of Heinz. Absolutely. <laughs> and like Joseph's a, purse. Like a keychain ketchup <laughs> thing. <Yeah. laughs> when
0: I was a little kid, I got a, a ketchup spoon for Christmas. Let's go. And it's what like that? It, it looked. It almost looked like a teaspoon, you know, but yeah. like a rubber end. Oh, yeah. But the handle was super long. So if you have – it was a joke, like, for a glass bottle of ketchup. My grandma got it for me. I'm like, yeah. Grandma, I don't use glass bottles of ketchup. <laughs> yeah. <No>. <laughs> <laughs> Unless I'm bringing this to the restaurant. But you can stick it all the way to the bottom and get the last bit of ketchup. Oh, it's really weird. Really weird. Yeah. Clever. Never actually used it, but yeah. it was funny because everybody gave me shit that I like ketchup so much. Oh, my God. Um, extremely underrated on eggs. Extremely overrated on mac and cheese. That's disgusting. Underrated. Oh, you like it on mac and cheese? Oh, absolutely. Ew. I guess I've never had That's... it, but. Well, then yeah. Well... Oh, don't give me that. You've done that so many times. <laughs> <laughs> You've done that Especially a lot. Especially
1: as a kid, dude, with uh, mac and cheese and hot dogs mixed in. <laughs>
0: I mean, that makes more sense, I guess. But I just, I don't know. I've put mac, uh, ketchup on grilled cheese. Sandwich. That's fire. What is the difference? It's cheese. My stepmom puts ketchup on tacos. Okay. Now, that's weird.
1: If it, There's meat in the tacos? I,
0: mean, <laughs> I know, but we're like, it's like a Mexican yeah. dish. We got sour cream, you know, beans, beef, cheese. Okay. 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 Ketchup? Salsa. Yeah. That's, uh, have you ever seen that movie Waiting? No. It's like Ryan Reynolds, one of his first movies. No. And the, the one chef gets pissed because you can't mix international and continental because somebody put like ketchup on his dish or something mm. like that was funny, but um he had to be there i guess i'm gonna have to, i mean i don't know when i'm gonna ever have mac and cheese i never eat mac and cheese but my grandma just made homemade mac and cheese for uh, her birthday the other last week we went over there did you have it no because get this so like her mac and cheese is so fucking good but get this okay so it's it's me shannon blakely my dad uncle cousin aunt grandma grandpa right Full house. And uh, we make dinner. You better have a good answer. So she has, she brings out, like, the, the meatloaf was one of the dishes. She wanted meatloaf, mac and cheese, and beans. Wow. Three, yeah, <laughs> I have meatloaf and mac and cheese all the time together, but. Okay, but I don't know where the beans yeah. came Yeah. <laughs> the beans were in a casual dish. I mean, you can't see this unless you're on YouTube. But, I mean, it's big, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, definitely serve us all. Meatloaf, same size dish. Dude, the mac and cheese was enough for me. Like, it was literally, you know those, like, banana bread trays? <laughs> yeah. It was in one of those. Wow. I literally was like, Grandma, what is this? <laughs> Blakely can eat that. <laughs> well, and we knew Blakely wasn't going to touch the beans or meatloaf. Yeah. So we gave her some. My cousin's like 16, 17, and he's like 6'4". I don't know why he's so tall. Everybody else is oh, wow. so short in my family. <laughs> eat, and he goes <laughs> to serve up, and he gets like four pieces of meatloaf. But he's just, I mean, he's a young kid that's massive. Yeah. So he takes half of the fucking tray. Yeah. And I was like, Grandma wants to eat I'm not even going to eat it. He's bulking. <laughs> Basically, he's in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, and he's working out and stuff. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, actually, he does BJJ with uh, Christy Campbell. They live up in Lake Stevens. Oh, no shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, I was like, I'm not even going to touch this because I'm going to piss somebody off. Because I'll eat all this. But I was I was so disappointed. Because I was like, you know what? I'm going to have a cheat meal. I'm going to enjoy grandma's. I never get grandma's mac and cheese. Yeah. Homemade everything. Yeah. No, nah, I didn't have it. Damn. But she would have been pissed if I put ketchup on it, though.
1: Yeah. I she put- doesn't like, you know. You put in stuff oh, great. Her. I'm gonna say this on your podcast. But yeah, I put like ketchup on my Thanksgiving turkey and my grandma got hot. I would when, do that too. But I was like fourteen and I still do it, but she <laughs> figured it out after 14. Deal with it. Yeah. Deal with it. I see I am for Thanksgiving I put everything it's just like a big mash. Yeah. I should rephrase that. I I put gravy on my turkey for Thanksgiving, yeah. and I have put you know, ketchup on it if, if I, like, don't like the gravy because I am fucking specific yeah. and picky. Yeah. But I would definitely put ketchup on my turkey for, like, days after. Like, leftover. Leftover. Yeah, 100%. But some gravy I'm just not a fan of. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's always my grandma's. So, I, I mean, ever since I've, yeah, Thanksgiving. But I just mix
0: it all fucking together. Yeah. My dad, The the last thing I'll say about ketchup. It's fire. The only time my, my dad got pissed at me. He, uh, when I was a kid, he didn't cook. My mom cooked. Mm-hmm. When they were together. And uh I remember him like going and buying like these really, really nice Flaming youngs wrapped in bacon. Like he was so Damn, excited. Because yeah. if he can cook, he can grill. Yeah. Like to everything. And I just fucking drenched it with ketchup. He was pissed. Yeah. It's like 30 bucks a steak. Yeah.
1: What are you doing?
0: I don't want meat without ketchup. Yeah. But. Uh, Me either. Yeah. I would say uh <laughs> underrated for the eggs. Personally overrated for mac and cheese. Yep. I put
1: Johnny's on my mac and cheese and that's plenty. Johnny's seasonings. Amazing. Dude, Johnny's and ketchup be fire. Oh, yeah, there you go. Oh, man, they can get it tortured. All right, uh, pineapple on pizza. Let's go. Fucking Underrated. Overrated. Underrated. Dude, I'm know. getting married to Josephine. <laughs> <laughs> Bonded Dude, over pineapple. You can't put fruit on pizza. The thing is, you can. Well, you can. you. Thank can you. do anything. but Thank you.
0: Yeah, I think that's overrated. That's, to me, that's just... I like pineapple, too, but... That sweet, like, uh, ugh. Oh, I love, okay. so I would always get Hawaiian pizza, and I would take yeah. off the pineapple. I'd say no pineapple, add olives. Dang. Canadian bacon with olives? Canadian bacon, pineapple, and ketchup. No. I'm joking. Oh I'm joking. Oh, my God. I was like, that is disgusting. <laughs> no, ranch. I was going to say, are you a ranch guy? Yeah. yeah. Ranch, is, ranch is really good <laughs> on pizza, but fuck no. Yeah. No pineapple on my, don't put any fruit on my Italian food.
1: All right. Uh, hip thrust. Overrated underrated okay so uh, i'm gonna say this
0: from two perspectives me too (laughs) Uh, me yeah go ahead overrated from a an enjoyment perspective fucking hate them yeah i do not like doing them i even program them in the programs i do because i write programs for the taylor trainer and then i jump in and do the programming from the taylor trainer and i get so pissed when i see it and it's so hard for me not to sub it out but fucking cj's using app too so i can't or else he'll call me out on my shit (laughs) otherwise i just wouldn't do it nobody would know yeah but I fucking, I hate hip thrusts. I've always hated hip thrusts. Um, they're a great movement though. I think they're underrated when it comes to building, definitely for building glute hypertrophy. There's a lot of people that says like, like if you want glutes like squat, no. If you want quads squat, and if you're, the problem with this too is if you're a really hip dominant squatter, then you're going to get more glutes out of your squat, but you're also going to get more low back. So if you do enough volume on the squat as a hip dominant squatter to grow your glutes, you're probably going to hurt your back in the process. Yeah. In my experience. Um, so I, if we're, we're talking about glutes, I think hip thrusts are the number one exercise you can do, and then some kind of unilateral movement like a walking lunge or a step up that puts your glute in a stretch position, and then some kind of hip abduction because those are the only like ranges of motions and uh, movement patterns the glutes and hips are, are required of doing extension and external rotation mainly. So you got to hammer those. Yeah. Um, so it's a great exercise. I mean, I love it, and it, it's really good for building your deadlift. If you're, if you're stuck on a plateau with your deadlift, it, I mean, it's it's a safe way to overload hip extension right in a in a hip hinge yeah. because when you go to the bottom and you're in that full hip hinge movement in the stretch position of your glutes there's not really any pressure on your low back whereas a deadlift there's a ton of pressure yeah. in that position um so i would say overrated for me personally just cuz i hate them but realistically as an exercise underrated yeah i agree with that i'm just don't enjoy them yeah. but they work i actually uh, i will take them out of my program now um, because <laughs> this sounds so weird, but my glutes are growing, and I don't particularly want my glutes to grow. Like, I don't get anything out of it. It just makes it hard. You, you
1: just measure your ass or something? How do you know? Pants are
0: fitting tighter. Shannon said something a couple times. Mm. Like, she's like, "Your butt is abnormally big lately. Like, what's going on?" And I was like, "It's been like I've been crushing the leg days until yeah. I hurt my back." <laughs> Actually, that's not what I said to her. <laughs> she, <laughs> I, I started posing. Yeah, that that was weird. Yeah, and then. She was like, but seriously, how? And then I, like, pointed at her and I said, the tailored trainer. And she just, like, looked in disgust and I walked upstairs <laughs> and left the room. But, uh, no, the worst part about it is sl- fucking slacks, dude. Yeah. I, I literally was, she said that and I thought about your wedding coming up and having to get fitted. I was like, no more hip thrust. I'm going to, like, quad dominance, like, leg days and that's it. Because it's, like, you just feel so uncomfortable in slacks. Yeah. When your legs are big. Yeah. I hate that.
1: Or they look weird. But, yeah. Uh the big three, bench squat, deadlift. And isn't that the same thing as Olympic lifting? No. Oh, okay, well um so okay, and, and
0: speaking of Olympic lifting, Olympic lifting and weightlifting as titles of sports. I wish somebody would have put that completely I guess that's not overrated, or underrated, just stupid, doesn't make sense. Because power is explosive, mm-hmm. right? Like uh Olympic lifting is snatch, clean and jerk. Uh, clean um, those things are very explosive powerful movements they're not about absolute strength you need to grow, build absolute strength to continually to get better at them but like the, they're called weightlifting like that's weightlifting olympic lifting as a sport uses weightlifting mm. as an as a programming strategy not powerlifting not powerlifting mm. powerlifting is bench squat deadlift which is like slow grinding reps which that should be weightlifting because you're lifting weights yeah Without, you know what i mean it's so weird but um hmm. bench squad deadlift again it kind of depends on who's asking the question i would say it is as a whole i would actually say it's overrated because wow. if, if we really think about it if you are a powerlifter, you it, you have to do the the bench squad deadlift because that's what you compete in. it's like if you're a soccer player and you're like you know i don't think i really want to practice much soccer let me do other things and i'll get good at soccer it's like no, that, admi- that makes no sense. You have to play soccer to get good at soccer. Yeah. But out of the entire audience, the percentage of competitive powerlifters listening, small, is very minute. Yeah. I guarantee it. Minute. It's yeah. small. I yeah. guarantee. Um, and I have clients that are that compete in powerlifting. I do their nutrition. And uh, Trevor is a certified powerlifting coach. Like, he does that shit. So he actually has a couple clients that are powerlifting now too. But it's just, it's one of those things where like... <laughs> If your goal is hypertrophy, I mean, none of them matter. The deadlift is not a great hypertrophy exercise whatsoever. Um, You'd be better off doing deadlift variations, but that would take you away from the big three. You would be doing single leg RDLs, staggered RDLs, regular RDLs, snatch grip RDLs, rack pulls, things like that. Um, Even trap bar deadlift is going to be better for hypertrophy than a barbell deadlift. Uh, A squat... Is definitely great for hypertrophy if you change your stance and the, like if you go high bar squat with a close stance for high reps, it's great. But maybe you're like a neutral or, or wide stance, comfortable strength squatter, then you want to go low reps. That's not great for hypertrophy. Um, but a split squat, a grain split squat, like leg, leg press, hack squat, those are all great for hypertrophy. Um, not one of them is better than the other. Uh, bench press, I would say is great for hypertrophy, but I would actually rather do an incline bench press or a dumbbell bench press for hypertrophy. You know, and most people listening to the podcast care more about how they look than how much they lift, realistically. They just think they have to do the bench squat deadlift in order to look a certain way, which I don't think it's true. And if we look at functional patterns and functional training and the, the result of functional training, I'd actually say that, like, there's certain exercises, like, if you did a staggered deadlift off, of like, plates or off the floor – that might be more functional than a regular deadlift if you think about it because very rarely do you get something that's the same height as something that's of a barbell on the floor, perfect alignment of your stance, get to pack the bar on a pronated grip. Usually it's like a neutral grip or an underhand grip. You have like an awkward positioning. Usually you're staggered because you're leaning over to grab something. You know what I mean? So we could play that game and argue some of those. I'd say an overhead press is more functional than a bench press because when is something crushing your chest and you have to lift it off you? Right. But how often do you have to lift something over your head to like throw it over a fence or stack it on a shelf or pick your daughter up to get her over your shoulders Overhead press. Mm-hmm. That's not the big three. So I think they're overrated for functionality and hypertrophy. Um, I don't think they're underrated for powerlifting because powerlifters know how fucking important it is. Yeah. And that's a specific sport. So I think it's overrated for overrated. sure. Yeah. I was gonna say you can't choose both dude i'm not doing a barbell squat or a barbell deadlift i made a commitment to myself for at least two months but probably three because i hurt my back again yeah and every time i start feeling better it happens again Yeah. and it happens because i'm ignoring the root cause and going to drew's place over and over again and talking to them and doing some assessment stuff i know what it is and i just have to spend time doing it um it's it's Not my six pack, but my core, like the breathing, the compression of my rib cage, things like that. So I got to work on some things. So it's reactionary. Like when I'm deadlifting, it just turns on. I don't have to think about it because when you're lifting heavy and you're amped up, you don't think, compress my rib cage, breathe. You know what I mean? You just fucking go and it should just turn on, but it's not. Um, So what I'm going to be doing is a trap bar staggered deadlift off of bumper plates. So it's elevated. It's a trap bar and I'm in a staggered position, which limits the load and compression on my spine and then i'm only gonna do split squats barbell split squats front rack split squats no heavy back squats just for a while just to like while i fix the issue yeah and the and the thing is too is i'm not powerlifting, so like i really sat down That's and thought about it it's like okay i, I like lifting heavy shot floor just because as a dude it's just fun i mean ladies love it too but just lifting heavy weight off the floor just feels good for a lot of us right you just feel co- badass yeah but i thought about i was like what do i really give a shit about more like what am i training for like to not get hurt, I hate when my back hurts. It's and she, like Blake gets so excited when I come home to play and run. I'm like, I can't. Sorry. And she's like, doesn't get it. Yeah. Like, why? Like, dad, what the fuck? You're <laughs> <laughs> supposed to be fit. <laughs> <laughs> but that and I want to be jacked. Yeah. And exactly what we're talking about. I don't need to do a fucking barbell deadlift to get jacked.
1: Yeah. No reason. So, touche. Overrated. All right. Uh, next one is fasted cardio. Uh, underrated. Yeah. Which
0: most people would. So if you would have asked me this five years ago, I would, or five to 10 years ago, I would have said overrated because for a long time, basically the whole spiel was if you, if you do cardio fasted because you don't have any food in your stomach, you're going to burn more calories, you're going to burn more fat. But by the, they've done studies on this by the end of the day, you don't burn any more calories. Like by the end of the session, you don't burn more calories because you might burn more stored Fuel during that exercise session because you don't have any fuel. But if you take in fuel before, you burn more total calories, right? So even though you had fuel and it makes up for some of those calories that you burned during the session, you still burn the same amount net total. Um, so from that perspective, it doesn't really matter. But the reason I say it's overrated or I'm sorry, underrated is because most people do better with fasted cardio because it's just like you wake up, go on a fucking walk. Yeah. It's easy to adhere to. Usually after an activity like that, you're a little hungry. You know, if you're walking at a good pace and you actually do it for 30, 40 minutes like you should if you're trying to burn fat. Um, But if you eat and then an hour later you do it, you're hungry again. And you know lunch isn't for three hours. So why not wake up? You're not really that hungry. Have a cup of coffee. Just go do it. Get it done and then come back now and eat. There is a theory of metabolic flexibility where like if you do it enough, you, you can train your body to use more fat as fuel because in that state of intermittent fasting, essentially you're in a fasted state, you're technically starting to use fat and ketones and stuff as a fuel source. This is one of those ones where there is data to show that you would burn more fat as fuel but there's not enough data to prove that your net total caloric expenditure at the end of the day wouldn't still be the same. Yeah, I just think from a, from an adherence perspective and like a, a morning routine to start your day off the right way, I think it just it works way better for most people. Most people adhere better when they
1: do it first thing in the morning versus like, hey, after work, go on a 30-minute walk. Yeah, So I would say underrated. Totally. I would agree. Protein supplements. Uh, protein supplements? Very, it's neutral. I'd say very neutral. That's not loud.
0: Yeah, it is. I can say neutral. Okay. Or it, no, 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 the no, no, title not neutral. Ups.
1: It's properly rated. Gotcha.
0: I, that's what Gary V did. If he did it, I can do it. Okay. He had, a. I think, what was, I think it was anime or something came up. I was watching one of his YouTube videos, and he was like, that's properly rated. Yeah. Um, but I think that's properly rated because uh, I think the reason I said that is because it's, like, for the most part, most people understand, like, a protein supplement's a good thing to have at your house because there's going to be a time where you don't have enough time to eat, but you need protein or you don't feel like having a full meal. You just want a piece of fruit and you can have protein shake with it. It's perfect. Right. Um, But you also shouldn't rely on protein shakes. Like you, you don't want to be having three, four protein shakes a day, like eat real fucking food. Um, But it's also ignorant to say like, you should only get your protein from food because number one, you can't always cook a meal. Yeah. You know what I mean? And number two, protein is one of the easiest digestible and absorbable protein sources you can get so even though I can cook all my meals I still have a protein shake every day because there's a certain period of time where it just makes most sense to have something very fast As um, from a digestive and absorptive uh, absorption perspective so I'd say properly rated very, gotcha. very neutral in the middle cool yeah Legions is underrated call Head it over to buylegion.com slash boom boom that's <laughs> fine I just went on a sh- uh, protein shopping spree with Legion nice because <laughs> so they get, they send me my monthly box you know and Last month, I f- just forgot because I had supplements and I didn't do it till way late. So I got my box to my house at the end of the month, and then it was like March, get your box, and I was like, I have everything I need. So like, I'm gonna try every flavor of protein. Wow, yeah, we can do some taste testing if you want. We got like cookies and cream. Damn. I think the mocha one, vanilla,
1: cinnamon. We have like just bunch. Yeah, we have birthday cake and uh, cinnamon toast crunch, C- cinnamon cereal. Yeah, cinnamon that cereal. one's my favorite for yeah. sure. All right, uh, collagen powder specifically vital proteins? Um, collagen powder as a whole is overrated. Uh, I don't have anything
0: wrong with vital proteins. That's the one I use every day, mm. which is ironic. I said it's overrated and I use it every day. But um, <laughs> it's. Uh, I honestly just I like it in my coffee. Creamer has a lot of fat and calories I don't want, and this kind of tastes like creamer in my coffee. So I use it every day. That's like the number one reason I use it. You don't put cream in your coffee? No, just collagen and stevia. Damn. Yeah. Um, and it's honestly, it's, it tastes really good, but like the thing is with collagen, it's overrated because a lot of collagen companies try to market it as a protein supplement, but it's not because the amino acid profile sucks compared to regular protein. So you can't live without protein. You can live without collagen because regular protein has some collagen in it. There's a lot of meats and and animal products that you eat that have collagen in it. Your body makes collagen, but sometimes it does help to have a little extra collagen, um, depending on the individual, uh, like injuries with ligaments, tendons, stuff like that. It does help, you know, some people do experience joint, uh, like inflammation reduction. So just better feeling joints. I, I, there's a lot of research that shows like collagen specifically is helpful for like skin, hair, nails, stuff like that. Um, I truly believe it does do that stuff too, because my nails and hair grow so fucking quick. My heels heal or my <laughs> heels, my cuts heal super quick. Um, so I think it's I think it does help with that. Now I would never take collagen to make my nails grow faster or my hair. It's actually annoying because I have to get my hair cut more regularly, but it does do that. And yeah. for I know like Sh- that's why Shannon likes it because yeah. it helps. She wants her skin to be better and her yeah. hair to grow longer and stuff like that. But um, I think it's good for joints stuff like that. You definitely don't need it. It's overrated for sure, but I don't mind it. What about fasting? Overrated for sure. I I'm not a fasting fan, dude. I'm just not. Um, it's not fun. The interview with Grant was really good, you know, and he's like the leading researcher, Grant Tinsley, the re- leading researcher on fasting with strength athletes. But I think it's f- it's always cool to talk to people like that because it's here's here's this researcher. I wouldn't say he's a proponent because he's very neutral, but he's somebody who's doing the research to either prove it or disprove it. Obviously, that's not his goal. But like, hey, if there's anybody who's going to show us that it works, this is the guy. Yeah. And it's always like, yeah, it's very neutral. Like if if it helps you great. There's no crazy benefits to it. Um, unless you are uh, extremely obese, you have blood glucose dysregulation. There's certain diseases and, and, um, uh, medical concerns caused by obesity that it may help prevent. But for the most part, for most people or strength athletes, stuff like that, I think it's overrated. It's, there's no, there's just so much marketing around it to help with hormones and all these things. That's not true. Um, I think it's, it's really just a way to adhere to your calories better. For sure. And I mean, with Chrono Nutrition now, <clears throat> Chrono Nutrition shows that breakfast literally is the most important meal of the day. <laughs> so if you're going to do any intermittent fasting, I think the style of intermittent fasting that most people do is overrated, which is uh, skipping breakfast, eating like a late lunch, early dinner, and then a snack at night. So you have this like short window in the afternoon, evening that you eat and then you fast in the morning when the chrononutrition research shows that you should have a huge breakfast and then you should stop eating earlier. So maybe you finish at six instead of eating till eight, nine, 10 p.m. You know, mm. um, that's underrated. But I personally aim for like 12 hours just for digestion purposes. Mm. But I like eating all day. It's just better for energy, productivity, training, recovery,
1: muscle growth, all that. Yeah, my opinion. All right, cool. Let's, uh, let's talk about... Bro splits. That one's tough. Um, Personal opinion or what? You, like, so what I, does science say? Science overrated for sure. Uh, the frequency is just too low. Yeah.
0: Um, a a, tip, a classic bro split is overrated. This is where it's like chest day, shoulders day, leg day, back day, arm day. Um, problem with that is if I hit Monday chest day, right now I have seven days before I hit chest again. That's too infrequent to stimulate maximum muscle growth or to get enough volume. Because if I'm doing a full chest day, let's say I have to have 15 sets per muscle group to grow and I'm doing, that means I'm doing, you know, chest day would be three sets of barbell bench press, three sets of dumbbell incline bench press, maybe three sets of push ups, three sets of flies. Now I still got to think maybe dips. I don't know. Another three sets of something else. By the time I get to flies or dips, like I'm just spent. Yeah. I'm not doing good work anymore, shitty form, low weights, not very high volume. But if I did three chest exercises on Monday and three on Friday or Thursday, I would do heavier weights in each of those sessions. And that's six total sets or three on each. Yeah. So six total different exercises for the chest throughout the week instead of five. So I'm actually doing more volume and I'm doing heavier weight, which is more volume too. Um, so just overrated. I think the reason it's overrated is because there's a lot of, uh, steroid using bodybuilders that still do bro splits and But the problem with them is if you're taking steroids, you basically have this anabolic signal being sent every time you inject a steroid. So that, that s- muscle protein synthesis response that happens when we train a muscle and it causes it to grow, it's usually like a 72-hour period. Train it, it's stressed, it recovers, it adapts, and then you got to hit it again, right? Three to four days. Well, steroids, that signal is constantly going. Yeah. So it doesn't matter if you wait a week, you know? Um, so it's, it's overrated from that perspective. Now... I think it's underrated from a standpoint of saying, because there's a lot of people that like shit on it so much and I've shown it too, but I just personally, like, that's how I started. And I don't think I would be where I am today if I didn't do the bro shit back in the day because doing these ineffective, inefficient training and diet strategies led me to research more. You know, it was like this cool fad when I first heard of intermittent fasting. I was like, this is, this is magic. This is literally magic. It does all these crazy things. Didn't. But I did it, didn't see that result, and I had to search for more, right? Or it worked because it helped me create a deficit, but that magic is what motivated me to do it, totally. right? So I think that's the beauty, like, uh, that whole ignorance is bliss, right? Ignorance is bliss in the training world because when you don't know, you think shit's going on that's not really going on. You're just adhering to simple facts, like, you're getting enough volume and you're eating in a calorie deficit. Yeah. But if you just told me that's what I was doing, I'd be like, this is fucking boring, you know? So back then, I think it was useful, still overrated but i i'm glad that i went through that experience um I, you know i'm kind of going into a bro split right now with this back injury i'm switching my program this week just temporarily because doing with a back injury doing two leg days is kind of iffy you know um and i'm i just i need at least one day to sleep in to catch up on sleep cause just from working and training and staying up with Shannon and the baby and stuff just trying to spend family time at night then waking up at 5 six to get out again you know yeah so Saturday is my one day to sleep in. She sleeps in on Sunday. And I always wake up 6 in the morning and go to the gym. Because I'm like, well, if it's my one day to sleep in, I'm, I'd rather go to the gym. But I was like, you know what? I should probably, like, actually use that for sleep. And yeah. sleep in until, like, 9 or 10 and just get 10 hours. <clears> but, um, so I'm going to go chest and back, arms and shoulders, legs, chest and back, arms and shoulders. So one leg day. And I'm kind of splitting it up into a bro split by hitting muscle groups versus movement patterns, like, upper, lower. Yeah. Um, but it hits a higher frequency, so it's more of
1: like a science-based bro split, I guess. For sure. I don't know. But yeah, overrated. Very fun. Yeah. Um, assu- I don't know what this means, but I'm assuming this is probably with uh, Seinfeld, but the Soup Nazi episode? Seinfeld. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Way, overrated. Way overrated. Yeah. No, the show isn't
0: <laughs> Not at all. Um, the episode. I was hoping you weren't going to say Seinfeld, I was going to hit the laugh button right when I said it. Um, I'm still waiting to use these buttons. Mm. But um, no, I think it's overrated, even though I love Seinfeld. That guy is probably the most famous random side character in TV history. Like nobody, like you don't know the actor's name, you know, but everybody like who was his, in that area or yeah. watched Seinfeld, they know the Soup Nazi. He's just like, no soup for you. And he has the soup stand and they're all afraid of him. It's a funny episode, but Manhands is way more underrated. Um, way more what underrated? Oh, the the vacation home on the beach is way more underrated. George goes in the pool and then like the girl walks in on him when he's changing, and she's like laughs at him when he's naked and he's changing. and He's like there was shrinkage. <laughs> oh my god, it's fucking hilarious. We actually watched it last night. Oh my god. Um, yeah, I think the Soup Nazi funny episode, but I think it's I think it's overrated. Okay, so many people know that one episode. It's not the best.
1: Oh boy, um, what time we got? 42 minutes. All right. We got uh pre-workout supplements. Hmm. I think overrated for the beginner, underrated for the
0: advanced evidence-based person. Gotcha. Uh, and the only reason I say is because I think there's a lot of beginners who like swear by it. Mm-hmm. Like they like live for pre-workout. And they, they like, it's like, I can't like, if they don't have their pre-workout, they're like, fuck sessions. going over. home. Yeah. There's no point in being here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and, Like, I remember getting really worked up by an MIP workout. And I didn't know what was going on. I got, like, all tingly and realized, like, there's a bunch of niacin in the thing, which is a B vitamin. It doesn't do shit for my energy. It just makes me tingly. Um, Beta alanine does that, too. But the the niacin they used to put in, some of them would, like, enhance it even more. Um, It doesn't do that much. Now, I think the advanced evidence-based practitioner thinks it's uh, overrated, but it's underrated to them because they're, like... You don't need anything. You can just work hard. And it's like, yeah, but, like, when you're that advanced and you're doing everything by the book, you got to take every little percentage you can get. Yeah. And Legion really does have the best one. But, like, there's a couple other good ones. Muscle Feast is another good one I like. But it, it has caffeine, beta alanine, uh, betaine, and then citrulline malate. Not that much going on in there. There's no proprietary blend, so you know how much is of each is in there. So you can go to exercise.com and note, like, match the dosage and see that it's the right amount. But it's everything you need for better endurance, better energy, better pump. Um, and betaine has actually been shown in studies to improve body composition hmm. in individuals, like get leaner, build more muscle. You can't feel some of those things working, and it takes time. So it's not like it's not going to work like that. But, um, I just see a lot of people that are like, you don't need any supplements at all. Like science shows it's just about diet and hard work. And it's like, all right, dude, like, yeah, but you're at 90% and I could get to 95. If I added like these few little extra details, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah,
1: I think beginners don't need it as much. With you saying like, you know, there's people literally, if they don't take pre-workout, they won't work out. But like, I guess it's underrated for them because it gets them to go to the gym. Yeah. Very true. You know what I mean? Very true. Like, that's fucking ridiculous. It's, but, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's one of those things but if where, it, if, it, if it if it gets in there
0: 100%. Yeah. I I think my thing is like if you're willing to throw away the workout because of that that's where you need a little bit more knowledge. Yeah. It's not doing that much for you, man. But I mean there is a But pla- if, but if a, it does. There's a placebo effect in it. Next one. There is. Yeah. You take it and you're like,
1: "Oh shit. <laughs> Gotta go." <laughs> Feeling it. Yeah. But it's not that big of a deal. All right. Uh BCAAs. <laughs> Don't get me started on placebo. <laughs> Uh BCAs
0: are extremely overrated. Um if you're gonna take any type of amino acid that's not just protein, take EAAs, essential yeah. amino acids. The BCAAs are within the EAAs and the BCAs within the EAAs work better when they're in conjunction with all the other essential amino acids. Yeah. So yeah, BCAs are overrated. Gotcha. Yeah. And you know what it was like I was listening to something, it was like, why did BCAAs get so popular and EAAs never did? And the reason is because EAA's taste like shit most of the time. It's very hard to make them taste good. Same with leucine, unattractive. Straight leucine tastes horrible, and leucine's like the main one, which is there. That's in BCAAs, but yeah, they're overrated. Not so shot. Not so dominant in BC. No, no, they are. I mean, that's BCAAs are just three amino acids, the three most important amino acids, but they're also missing Umpteen, you know, and that means. They're not getting the whole amino acid pool. But there is a certain category of people that can benefit from amino acids, like BCAAs, because the, uh, what's the word? Like the the dosage of just those three, like it's, it's just those three, helps with, I think it's long duration endurance athletes from a mental perspective, which is really weird. But there's something that goes on when you're in a race and you're going for hours and your brain's starting to say, fucking stop, you know? For some reason, I, w- I don't know if it's if there's like there's something that goes on with the blood-brain barrier and it allows you to psychologically get through it. Or mm-hmm. um, We did a, a research review, me and Brandon, pretty much Brandon, um, on uh, BCAAs, and that's one of the things that that's he was right. talking about as a benefit, and I can't remember what the exact thing was. All
1: right. Uh, next one will be Marvel movies. Uh, overrated. Overrated. Not a fan. I yeah.
0: mean, first of all, DC Universe is better in my opinion. Because when you watch Batman, it's like, man, I could be Batman. Dude, I think if I win the lottery, I could buy everything Batman has, and then I could be Batman. Because he just has a suit. Like, yeah, he knows fucking martial arts and stuff, but he's not, you know. Like you watch, you Sp- can fly, but dude. He he can't literally fly. You jump from building to building. Yeah, because he has a metal cape with fucking jetpacks You can, you that can, he bought. You can, get a grip, dude. Look up the origin story of no. Batman. He's just a rich. He dude. bought it. I mean, think they had like developed. I remember. Well, yeah, but I mean he hired a fucking engineer. scientist and engineer, you know, Money. Morgan Freeman. Yeah. <laughs> he put it together, but um but he doesn't have any superpowers. Like I mean you watch yeah, Spider-Man yeah, yeah. like, "Oh, this is cool, but no spiders ever going to bite me and then I'm going to be able to shoot webs out of my wrist." <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean like, come on. <laughs> um what else is Marvel? Thor? Uh, I mean, Avengers? I liked Thor way more before I started watching Vikings, and then I was like Thor's like no. Um <laughs> Avengers, yeah, well, who's in Avengers? Dude, Iron Man. Yeah. Iron Man's cool. Iron Man. That's sick. another rich dude that just yeah. built a suit. Yeah. So that's like realistic.
1: <laughs> you like real, realistic? I like
0: realistic shit, yeah. yeah. Like I have to, yeah. I think that's why I do bad with uh those games. Those like drinking games you play where you have to um like Cards of Humanity, I think is one of them, yeah. I'm thinking of. And it's like scenarios yeah. kind of thing. Me and Shane always get to argue because I'm like I won't pick her. She's like, that's hilarious. I'm like, yeah, but it's not realistic. She's like, it's not about realistic. It's about funny. And I'm like, it has to be. I, I can't picture it. <laughs> it has to be. Like, I got to visualize it. Yeah.
1: But yeah, I think I think Marvel movies are overrated. overrated. Yeah. All right. Um, do you think so? Dude, I don't know anything about them. They're overrated. Then. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because they're very popular. And yeah. you, don't have, you don't give a shit or no. enough to check them out. Yeah. I do like Iron Man, though uh totally calorie deficits uh underrated underrated <laughs> <laughs> um, essential
0: yeah i th- yeah i would say underrated okay part of uh, me wants uh, to like spin this one and say overrated because some people glorify you've done dip. it
1: for the last 6 of them and it's I not know. that's not the game no it's not okay i would say underrated i think all
0: I will say is i think i hate when i hate when coaches you can't you can't hold it <laughs> i hate when coaches Like use that as a crutch and they just say calorie deficit and they don't give any education or explanation to the person listening. Like they want to know more than just calorie deficit, you know, Mm -hmm. because there's so many things that influence your ability to stick to a calorie deficit or effectively use a calorie deficit because a calorie deficit is different than a calorie deficit with proper macros or with enough protein. Right or with a meal timing strategy that allows you to better adhere to it with your lifestyle and work schedule. Yeah, you know I mean, so there's so many caveats to it, um, but for the most part, I would say it's underrated because so many people try to act as if they can get around it. You can't.
1: All right. Uh, oh, this is a good one. Trader Joe's seasonings. Fuck, I don't know.
0: Have you ever had any Trader Joe's seasoning?
1: Absolutely. Are they good? Yes. I've actually, oh, you know what? The only one I've ever had is a pumpkin spice. You've never had an everything bagel seasoning, not from Trader Joe's. I guarantee it. I've guarantee had it. I've
0: had an everything bagel from Starbucks. That's
1: about it. No, the seasoning. Yeah, no. You have. It's at your house. <laughs> what? I, I've you, looked in your cabinet, <laughs> <laughs> your have pantry. You re- <laughs> have you really? I know Shannon has
0: it. Well, she probably does. She loves everything bagel. Yeah. I also don't cook, so yeah. when I cook, you know what seasoning I use? Johnny's, Johnny's, or <laughs> salt. <laughs> like, on my eggs, it's salt, pepper. Anything else? Johnny's. Yeah. Johnny's is a perfect blend of salt, pepper, and garlic. <laughs> it's literally all it is. Um, everything bagels are fucking good, though. They are. But um, I don't know much about jo- Trader Joe's seasoning. I, uh, Trader Joe's is cool. There's not one over here, though. Head away. Yeah, it's deep. I'm yeah. not willing to drive that far. Yeah, no. I wouldn't be surprised if they made one out here, though. Yeah, no. It seems like something, like, with the way Bonnie Lake's kind of coming yeah. up, you know? Absolutely. Um, or Whole Foods. My, when I was at my grandma's, I thought about Whole Foods, too. I kind of hope it's not because I feel like it's very overpriced. Oh, yeah. It's Amazon.
1: No. Yeah. Trader Joe's is, is more expensive, Speaking too, but, Amazon. but Whole Foods is, like, absurdly expensive. Yeah, this is off topic. Right. But I read in the news today that <laughs> Jeff Bezos' his ex-wife, Yeah. you know that whole story, how she got, like, 50% of his... Or yeah. 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 She just got remarried to a high school science teacher in Seattle. Damn, that's wild. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what school. Uh, starts with an F. It's like f- Foster, Fo- no Fawcett or, uh, it doesn't matter. Oh, that's but.
0: crazy. <laughs> yeah. That guy's like, fuck
1: yeah, let's go. <laughs>
0: High school sweethearts or something. Because she's read, probably she's probably from Seattle too, right?
1: Didn't read into it, but yeah, because Jeff Bezos is. Is he from Seattle? Yeah, yeah. That's why Amazon's been here. I, I thought just. It's just Techie City, so you just put it here. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I I
0: guess I would assume if you're going to go anywhere for Tech City, it'd be uh, the Bay. Or Dallas. San Francisco. Yeah. I didn't know Dallas was like that. But um, No, we were at my grandma's for her birthday thing, and and she literally is so obsessed with Trader Joe's. Yeah. Like, she was... I would love that. I asked her what the ingredients in something was. Mac and cheese? No, the beans. Because it was just like (laughs) this big thing of like a bunch of random beans, and like you could tell there was a lot of shit in it, and I just wanted to know, like, what is this? It's not just beans. You didn't just dump a can of beans in here, and so I was like, "Oh, what is this?" And she started trying to tell me the ingredients, and uh, it was all from Trader Joe's. And she goes, "Well, I started with, and I, I made like a funny joke about Trader Joe's, and just said because she only shops Trader Joe's. It's like, a, I'm like, and I like made a funny pun about like I don't want to know Joe's grocery list or something like that. And my dads are just cracking up laughing because that's the only place she shops at. And is she Joe likes, your grandpa. No, Trader Joe's. Oh, like oh, I okay. was joking. Yeah. I think I said, like, I don't want to know Trader Joe's list or whatever, yeah. but uh, she's obsessed with it. And she yeah. has like this thing where she actually thinks that like, <laughs> like, even like she was like, well, I have to get this one there because the way it's canned is safer to eat than normal grocery stores. Trader Joe's has a different canning system. I was like, are you sure about that, grandma? <laughs> I love you so much. I'm not going to say any other words. Just yeah. whatever. Yeah. But uh, but she lives in federal it, way, So There's a lot of people that live and breathe. Trader Joe's. Dude, they love Trader Joe's. Pal used to work at Trader Joe's for a minute. <laughs> yeah. He was the uh, stocking guy for a while. Shout out, know. Pal. Yeah, but Trader Joe's, I'm going to say overrated. Yep. I'm a Fred what? Meyer
1: guy. <laughs> um, all right. Pistol squats. Overrated. Yeah. I, I Honestly, like, I think they're
0: really cool. That's, like, a cool strength challenge. Mm. Like, hey, let's see your strength and functionality. Functionality, just do a body weight one. Strength, if you can, like, hold a heavy kettlebell and do a deep pistol squat, like, that's pretty fucking good. Yeah. But they're not amazing for strength. They're not amazing. They're definitely not amazing for hypertrophy. It's yeah. just kind of a cool challenge, you know. For sure. So underrated or
1: overrated. All right, let's do one more here. Um, How many more do we have left? There, dude, we'll do another episode. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Um, dope. This is a good one for the last one. Burpees. Fucking overrated. I mean, I don't like them, but I think they're underrated. I think they're great, like, for a cardio standpoint, right? They are very injury-prone. Okay.
0: So there's a lot of people that overrated. should not be getting on the floor and getting up that quick. Yeah. Let alone doing a push-up at the bottom. Yeah. You know? Um. And there's, there's so many ways that I can jack your heart rate up like that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, Get on the assault bike. That's the the safest way to do it. The rower, the sled, fucking uh, jumping jacks. You know what I mean? There's just so many things that you could do instead of a burpee. Um, They suck. I hate them. Like, yeah, I don't I I would rather most people do an elevated burpee, like putting your hands on a bench. You know, because if you're just trying to attempt to get your heart rate up, let's elevate your hands so you're not going all the way to the floor and you can be quicker and and stand up and do a full jump at the top. Yeah. You know what I mean? But – like, you go to a big, like, boot camp class, and you got, like, people who, like, are severely overweight, trying to lose weight and get healthy. Doing they burpee. Doing burpees where their shoulders can't handle regular push-ups, let alone jumping into a push-up, and then trying to spring back up, hunched over, and then you want them to jump? Like, that's just crushing your joints. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, that's hard on my joints. Yeah. And it's like, no, I'm not a fan of burpees. I very rarely put them in programming. There are times where I will. um.
1: But yeah, I try to avoid them. I don't think they're they're that great. Cool. Overrated. Yeah. Cool man. Yeah, we got 15 and 20 more, so uh this is awesome. We should uh I'm not going to do this every week, but you know, let us know how you uh what you like and what you don't like, so. I think I'm going to put
0: it up on my story again
1: see if we can yeah. get a few more. There we just go. How
0: many do you think we just answered?
1: 20? Uh, 15, 20. So maybe we can get a few more. Yeah.
0: Throw on the next one. That was part 1. Overrated, underrated. Cool. Stay tuned for part 2. Coming soon.